You're listening to a Lake Avalon Entertainment production. So then, two R. Man, I cannot wait to get down there. Soak up the rays and ride on the waves. Speaking of which, has anyone seen my shorts? Shorts? What are shorts? You mean like Spud and M? They're still here. M's right there. No, they're those cutoff like pants. A parallel dude wears on his lower parts in the warmer climates, like the one we're going to for some well deserved R and R. Oh. Those are shorts? Oh no. What do you mean, oh no? Well, I sorta... Uh, I'm scared to tell you. Nickel, remember, he's like a little kid who's been left alone for a really long time. That can be put back the way it was. What did you do with my shorts, Dad? Well, see, I was trying to help out. I was cleaning your room. And well, and I thought they were either shrunk in the wash or that you outgrew them. And I sorta... What? I sort of flush them out with the rest of the garbage. You did what? <laughs> Good old Russet, at it again. What? Your bad AI goes or you go. Now, Russet, what'd you do now? On a very small nearby planet, a minuscule boy near his tiny mother looks up and sees something large and strange falling from the sky. Mommy? Mommy, what is that? Oh, little mascar. What are you going on about now? Up there, falling from above. I, I don't know. Oh my. Run, Lumi, run! Shorts from space! A Nichols and Spud mini adventure. When last we left off, Nichols was telling Nikki about a time he and her mother had gotten into some very, very big trouble. Little Tessa was screaming her head off over a giant leviathan that appeared out of the water and was presently looming over her head. Nichols had vanished into the dark, murky waters just after he had dived in. Oh no! Where did you go? And how did Mother handle the situation? I do not believe she was allowed to carry weapons during that time. What do you mean? The thing ate her. Your mother is a clone. Hehe. <laughs> Father. <laughs> Can't pull anything past you, can I? Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I was just getting to that part. Uh, you shouldn't rush your elders, kid. Okay, okay, let's see. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Uh, Tessa was screaming her brain meats out. <laughs> Sorry, uh, that is a moment I treasure. Not often have I seen her scream over anything. It was great. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry, I know it's your ma. Anyway, the big guy had just picked her up like she were him. I, I mean, a squeaky toy. And began to play with her, which made her scream even louder. It was awesome. That was not very kind of you, Father. Letting Mother suffer like that. Uh, didn't last long, kiddo. See, when I came back up to catch a breath of air... Fluffy! Drop her! Yeah, you heard me. She's my friend. Let her down! <laughs> Good boy. 
Pickles, you know that thing? <laughs> sure, he and I are pals. We hang out all the time when I come down here. <laughs> and he scared the scales off you. I thought it ate you. See, Fluffy? Tessie does like me. Can't live without me. Oh, you got that right. I can't live without you because if you die, then your parents will kill me. You idiot. But now I think I'm just going to kill you myself and deal with the consequences later. Uh, hey! What did you kiss me for? <laughs> so you won't be angry at me when I do this. Fluffy, get her! <laughs> hey, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> you two were always very sweet on each other, weren't you, Father? <clears throat> gonna let me finish my story or not? Are you gonna get all I am like mushy with this? Okay, I presume you are right. It is just that you two just seem to be having fun, and you said that you got into trouble. Impatience. I haven't gotten to that part. Jeez. Now I know how Spud felt when we kept interrupting him when he was trying to tell us about Russet. Uh, now, if you don't Mind. I will not interrupt again. Please continue. Uh, uh. No, truly, I shall not interrupt again. Okay then. Uh, how can I stay stern with you? Ah, uh, forget it. Well, we swam for a little while with Fluffy. And then we told them goodbye, and the two of us walked back to my campsite. And when we were drying off by the fire. <sighs> Fluffy was fun. How did you find this place? And why can't I keep you where you are supposed to be, Nikolai Rex? You exhaust me, trying to keep you in line. You have an important future ahead of you, you know that? But you just keep mucking it up. Nichols is wild and cannot be contained. Nichols is not one for important futures. He wants an adventure. He wants to be a hero. Hero Nichols. Known throughout the universe for his cuttiness and bravery, traveling the cosmos, and rescuing damsels in distress, and thwarting the bad guys. The only thing you will be known for is blundering one job after another, and at best, sometimes getting lucky when rescuing the not-so-bright damsels you speak of. That is, if you don't kill them in the process of the rescue. Ah, Tess, you have no faith in me. One day I'm going to have my own spaceship and I'm going to fly far away from here. You'll see. Sure you will. And just out of curiosity, will this marvelous spaceship of yours have a name? Huh. I don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead. I'm sure I'll come up with something cool, though. And how will you pay for all this, oh wise hero? Doing what? How will you eat out there in the darkness of the cosmos? Your parents certainly won't pay for that kind of nonsense. Duh. I was thinking about having a side job where I find junk, hauling it and selling it and stuff like that. When I'm not rescuing the universe, of course. We are all doomed if you try to do that. Please don't. Uh, I'll take you with me. To do what? Rescuing you while you rescue everyone else? I'd rather not. Not even pretend it. Please, I can't even rescue me. I mean, seriously, when we get back, I'm in for it. Uh, I can't go without you. Seriously, who would clean the spaceship? Ow! Ah! I'll take that as a yes. Great! 
Nichols and Tessie traveling the cosmos together. Maybe even having your own family one day. <laughs> yeah, right. Wait, what was that? Don't know. Alright, our first adventure. This is awesome sauce. Let's go and check it out. Quietly. Uh, so we went to the mouth of the cave and looked out. Looking over the edge and down the mountain, we saw a huge, lumbering beast making its way up toward us. It was grunting and growling and exuding all kinds of racket. Plus, at this point it was dark out, so it was hard to see anything in great detail. Well, let me tell you something. There is nothing I mean. Nothing like how dark it gets on Cretaurus at night. We are talking bitch. Nichols, does anything else live in this cave? Not that I'm aware of, just Fluffy. This, this is my cave. I mean, I even put a blocker so only Fluffy and I could get it. <laughs> you know, they went off when you got here. <laughs> the ones you used to use on your doors at home? I broke those. Yeah, but I got them fixed and I brought them here. So, what do you think that thing making noise is? Don't know, but it looks sneaky, scary, and not too friendly. It's hideous. Let's squish it before it gets up here and eats us. <laughs> I, I, I know it! You couldn't resist! It's just like waving barbecue smoke in front of a half-star person or, or me. You just can't stop the story, ghetto. I mean, how am I ever supposed to come to a point if you keep interrupting? I apologize, Father. It is just that I think I know who was ascending the side of the mountain. Hey, there will be no bad words here out of your mouth ever again. My understood, there are no ending buts here, young lady. You're too good for that kind of language. No, I will define the words that you do not understand later. However, I believe it was your father coming up to retrieve you two. Was it not? Ugh, God guess, kid. Uh, way to ruin a story before it reaches its climax. Re remind me never to take you to see a movie before I've seen it first. Anyway, yes, it was my dad. But we couldn't tell from where we were. And so we decided to roll a big log down on the beast before it got to us. You did not. There was no way we could have known. The old codger didn't go out into the woods, especially by himself. It was way too proper for that. It might have gotten his clothes dirty, so imagine the shock when we heard... Nikolai! Junior! Get down here! Or I mean now! Oh crud! It's my dad! Fantastic! I am in for it now! Well, it was nice knowing you, Prince Trouble. We are both completely smidged. Nichols! Language! Your father will hear you. <sighs> well, we better get down there and see if we killed him. You, you can't kill Pronto Rex. He's invincible. Really, Tessie? I mean, we're talking my dad. Just hang tight. We're coming, Dad. Well, we got down to him and where he was trapped under a sizable log. Sorry, Dad. Just, just stay calm. We've come to your rescue. We were, uh, just defending our fort from the ferocious beast that was coming to eat us. Uh, eating you is not the only thing this ferocious beast is gonna do. Now get this thing off me! I am so sorry, sir. Don't just stand there, Nichols. 
help me get this log off of him. There, it's off. Are you okay, Dad? Nikolai, the house girl was supposed to bring you back hours ago, and this is where I find you too. Your mother might put up with this poppycock romance, but I'm not going to. Now either this nonsense has laid the rest, or I'm afraid I'll have no choice but to place a help wanted sign out in front of Rex Manor. Please do not do that. My apologies, sir. It will not happen again. This was my doing. No, it was my fault, Dad. I kept Tessa from bringing me home. She tried to talk me out of it. You're both in trouble now. And I mean double time. I want you to march right back to the house of Rex pronto. And don't let me catch you out here in the muck ever. And I mean ever again. Nikolai, now you listen to me, Junior. That goes double for you. Yes, Father. Ah, boy, did we get it good that day. Grounded forever. Can you believe that? So believe me. I get it, kid. And Grandad sucks. I am certain he would have regained his composure eventually. It could not have been that terrible. Oh no, that's just it. I'm still grounded. Uh, that's why I haven't gone back home. I don't want him to double my sentence. <laughs> you are silly, Father. How, how about your cave in the forest? Did you ever go back there again? But your front fangs, we did. Someone had to go and visit Fluffy, and believe it or not, your mother went too. Yeah, she's always followed me everywhere. That's because the big doofus can't survive without me. Uh, oh, where did she come from? Where's she always come from? Aren't you supposed to be reading something, young Dinah? Oh, oh really, mother? Yeah, I guess it was kind of harsh. But don't let me catch you doing something as foolish as what you did with your little experiment again. Oh, thank you, Mother. I promise. I will not. Good night, Father. Good uh, night, kid. She's a good kid. Yeah, a lot better than me. Nichols? Yeah, what? Thanks for taking me with you. Anytime, babe. I couldn't go without you. You're my Tessa. You've always been my girl. Ugh. I night now. <laughs> Good night, you big lug. Thank you, Starbomb, for that very informative and heartwarming story. In other news, the city of Minneapolis was invaded by a large object from outer space early this morning. The object covered over half the city. Authorities have reported the object to be a large pair of... No, no, this, this can't be right. Apparently, the menace from another world has been confirmed to be a large pair of red shorts with giant flowers printed on them. Oh, oh my. The rescue crew, along with volunteers, is estimated to take several weeks in removing said shorts from the city. The full scope of the horror that befell our fair city has yet to be determined. One eyewitness described it to be of epic proportions. We will keep you updated as to the staggering casualties as well as on the status of the rescue efforts as this devastating saga continues to unfold. This is Belob D signing off, perhaps for the last time. I saw my stand, Channel 25! Uh, guys, uh, Nichols, sir, uh, I don't know how to tell you this, but, um, I think I located your shorts. Well, we're still in the process of gearing up for Season 3. 
and show. While we're doing show, we didn't want you to get bored and think that we're not coming back. So we put together some short tales to keep your appetites wet. You just heard one that was about the time my little one, who's not so little anymore, got himself in a heap of trouble. And believe me, he still is. Anyway, Shorts from Space, Episode 4, Big Trouble with Little Nichols, Part 2, features the voice talents of Heidi Lynn as Nikki. Stephen Krause played the part of Little Nichols. Jackie Floyd provided the voices of Little Tessa and Big Tessa and Casey Krause provided the voices of Nichols and Bronto Rex, as well as other various characters. Again, this has been a Lake Avalon Entertainment production. Please visit spudandnick.com for more information on our cast and crew, as well as some fun extra content. Be sure to explore the entire strange universe of Nichols and Spud while you're there. If you enjoyed this episode, Please subscribe to The Adventures of Nichols and Spud on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. Leave us a like, a comment, or a review to help us reach even more podcast lovers like yourself. And if you can't find us on your favorite place for podcasts, or interested in finding out more information about our upcoming projects, or just interested in helping out, email nicholsandspud at gmail.com. That's N-I-C-K-E-L-A-N-D. S-P-U-D at gmail.com or interact with us on social media and let us know. Once again, we thank you for joining us on our zany adventures. Keep your eyes peeled and looking up because you never know when we'll be scraping across the sky in your part of the universe. <laughs>